this is what first drove us to Jesus in the first place. Why do we move away from it? Like, mm-hmm. this is what marks us as people, is we're sinners in sinners saved by grace. Mm-hmm. That's who we all are. And so why would we need to hide, or why are we so prone to it when that's the, f- the fabric of what mm-hmm. the gospel and what Christ has done is? Hey, everybody. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Suzanne. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. So we are joined by one of our favorite friends and guests. Hi. Welcome back, Nick. Nick, do we agree with this? Nick Schreiber, um, who serves as our care pastor here at New City. Nick has been on a number of times, which we're grateful for. Nick, we're glad you're here. Thank you. Glad to be here. So we are right in the middle of the Lent season. So each week of this season, which is February 14th through Easter, so Ash Wednesday through Easter, um, we've been diving deeper into a theme and topic around Lent. So this week, we're just tackling something super light, which is confession. Oh, yeah. So easy. So easy. easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just joking. It's jokes. Um, So, Nick, can you talk to us a little bit about confession? Like at the very basic level, what is confession? When we say that word, what do we mean? Yeah. Um, Well, and hello, everybody, again. But but, I would define confession in its most simplest form as just um, admitting your sin or your wrongdoing Mm -hmm. and asking God for forgiveness. Um, yeah. But I would I would echo already what we've kind of indicated that yeah. that to admit when you're wrong or to admit you're, that you've sinned mm. and then to ask God or someone else for forgiveness it's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, um, it's well, not your natural tendency to want to just go and hey, here's what I've done, mm-hmm. and and then to be vulnerable enough to ask for forgiveness. It's, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like there's like two steps in there or two components of confession where there's like the naming and the admitting and then the kind of asking for forgiveness. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think both of them are, are important mm-hmm. um, because in a lot of ways to be a person who is one who is contrite mm-hmm. or is, is mindful enough of of kind of your flesh or your brokenness, you have to be aware and attentive to the moments in your day when your when your thoughts or your words or your actions have 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 kind of gone away from what God's mm-hmm. standard or way would be, mm-hmm. you know, and to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And that would be the first thing, or else it's going to be yeah. really hard to be a person of confession if you're not even aware of when you when you kind of um, miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you just mentioned like. Um, that this is not natural, it's not natural, or I, I forgot the kind of the words you use, but it's not natural for us to kind of to confess or it's difficult. Like, why is that? I mean, maybe just named it of like, I, I think about myself all the time. So it's hard to maybe be aware of how I'm affecting others or something, or would love to kind of hear your thoughts. I, think there's, I think there's so <laughs> many, I mean, again, we could probably can't, maybe that would be helpful maybe, to camp out yeah, here yeah, for yeah, a Yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am... Um, I think there's a myriad of reasons what makes it hard. Yeah, I think in in some ways there's a shame mm-hmm. that sometimes, well, most times is involved when we sin, um, and and I think too there's a maybe there's a, just a frustration of like man I've done it again I've blown it, um, but I think I think mm-hmm. even going back to more rooted like Genesis three when when Adam and Eve sin, mm-hmm. I think it kind of plays out this pattern that's that's in all of us, that mm-hmm. when we sin, our first tendency is to hide. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to bring it up. We don't want, we don't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when we, when we hide, well, we're, we're hiding because we're afraid of rejection. We're, we're afraid of 
being exposed. I don't know, you know, I'm curious. Yeah, what do you guys, mm. I mean? I think shame plays a big part of it. I think um, admitting, one, it, it takes a lot to say I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be wrong. I want to be right. And to be able to say, whether it's in, with God or with my spouse, with my husband or my kids, like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really sorry. And I want to, like, sometimes we have to, we may not realize mm-hmm. that it's, if we don't know that it's wrong, mm-hmm. we can't confess it. Mm-hmm. So one, yeah, you have to know that it's wrong. And two, you have to be willing to humble yourself. And that's, that's, that's hard. That's mm-hmm. hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like, I just, I mentioned it earlier, but if I, I can get just in my head and I'm thinking about myself and, um, and I'm not always aware, um, this is me confessing right now, <laughs> but Welcome how, to confession. Yeah, confession. Right, this is. is a confession podcast, um, but not always aware of how my actions affect other people. And so, uh, I'm making this connection now as I'm talking out loud. So tell me if this makes sense. But sometimes if I'm like running too fast or if I'm too busy, or if I'm just moving at too fast of a speed uh, where my brain is, I'm not aware of other people. And that makes like stopping and admitting I'm wrong or mm-hmm. like taking a breath. That makes confession just like um, not a natural thing, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm moving forward. I'm, mo- you know, moving. And people are like, wait, you know, I don't know, even know if that makes sense because I feel like I'm processing out loud. But that feels to me like a, a hindrance or something that makes it hard. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, there's just a natural vulnerability that yes. comes when mm-hmm. you have That's to good. acknowledge or admit that you've sinned or you've, you've done it wrong mm-hmm. and, and you're putting yourself kind of at the other person's kind of disposal in some ways. Yeah. I mean, more or less, you know, where, where there's a fear mm-hmm. of, well, they could reject me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'd, maybe I've blown their, their trust, their love, their relationship or whatnot. Now, again, as you think about this in categories, mm-hmm. everything we're naming I think for those of you listening, for us that are, are here, we should be thinking, all right, how do I preach to myself how God sees me when I confess? Mm. But I think also if you were to confess or admit wrong to a person, to, a, to you know, your, your spouse, your child, a friend, a coworker, well, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of unknowns there mm-hmm. now that are a little bit different than the Lord because there's some promises that we have in the Lord mm. that are not unknown. It's just a matter of do we believe them, do we trust them, um, like if that. that makes sense. That make sense. No, I love the idea, unpacking the idea of what the promises that God has given us, that he's going to, He's always going to love us. Nothing can separate us from him. Um, and if we understand that, then confession becomes, it's, it's a pra- we can practice it because we know that he is still going to forgive us. Mm-hmm. And that, that al- creates so much space to heal, Mm -hmm. um, to remove the shame, to stop that cycle that can happen. Um, because I do believe shame cycles in us, um, when we continue in behavior Mm -hmm. and it's like, I've done it again, I should stop trying, Mm -hmm. but it is the practice, continual practice of the right thing that moves us more and the work of obedience in our lives that change us over time, Mm -hmm. that transformation, the renewing of our mind. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's good. Yeah. I wanted to ask, um, I think it's really important, something you said, and you kind of like listed like confession to like a spouse or a friend. And then you said a child, which I think is super important. And I would love like for you to kind of expand on that. Just like in parenting, what is it like to um, confess or apologize to your children? 
I think that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, totally. Totally. Sadly, I've done it yeah. plenty of Sadly, times. Yeah. <laughs> right there in, with in you. Ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think as a parent, as mm. a dad, I've, I've, I've wanted to model for my kids mm. somebody that's, um, that's, that delights in, in God's goodness and righteousness in the right way to then admit as well sin and failure and flaws and, and also just to be very transparent about my weaknesses. And so, and I, and I hope that if I model that, that they would then emulate that as well in, their, mm-hmm. in the way they approach the Lord, in the way that they approach others. And, and so, yeah, I think there's been plenty of times where I've spoken in a rash or harsh way and had to mm-hmm. come back and say, you know, I should not have yelled in that moment, or I, I, I spoke too soon and I should have been more thoughtful or asked you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do try to make a practice of actually saying, I'm sorry, and will you forgive me? I think mm-hmm. those two phrases, sometimes we can go into an apology or into a confession and just assume that, well, we, we, we want to assume that that's what they're hearing, mm-hmm. but in essence, sometimes I think I think there's a there's a product of the goodness of the gospel in this idea of when I say I'm sorry and you say you're forgiven, we hear the gospel spoken to each other. Mm-hmm. And so I want to practice that at least on my end to go, man, I am sorry. Will you forgive me? And and just to let them be this person. Wow, like there's there's an exchange of forgiveness happening. That's a powerful thing mm-hmm. that ultimately flows from the Lord. But hopefully we we model that in the way we we interact with each other mm-hmm. and with our kids. Yeah, that's really good. I I really um, totally resonate with that. Mm -hmm. It's something we've worked really hard with Mm -hmm. our boys to kind of say, when when I'm wrong, I want to admit it. I want you to know it. And I want to ask for your forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know it may take you a little bit of time. Um, too. Like that, that's something yeah. that we've had lots of conversation around. Like, what mm-hmm. if it takes me a little bit, mom, to forgive you or really more to forgive my brother mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in yes. those conflicts. But um, I, I am far from perfect and I, I want them to know that I'm real and mm-hmm. they are too. And mm-hmm. we need to confess because and forgive each other because we have been forgiven. Mm-hmm. And it's just the continual Mm-hmm. helping them grasp the gospel in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a yeah. regular work and because mm-hmm. I'm that broken and fallen. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we all are. It's good. Um, well, Nick, why are we talking about confession? Like, why do we focus on confession during the season of Lent? Yeah. Well, hopefully already we're starting to just hear and, and just see and realize all the all the facets of the benefits and the beauties of mm-hmm. confession. I think in the Lenten season... You know, we're we're kind of our eyes are are, are toward the cross, they're mm-hmm. toward resurrection. I think I think in general, I mean, this is something we can reflect on, but I think a natural response to thinking about the cross should be confession. Mm-hmm. Right? When you think about Jesus giving his life, being willing to die on behalf of our sins and for us. That should move us to respond in a way, kind of like Peter when he was in the boat with Jesus, and his first response was to, to mm-hmm. kind of bow down and say, "Lord, I'm a sinner." Like, and he says in that moment, "Get away! Like, like go away, leave me." And and again, I'm so glad the Lord doesn't leave us. Yeah. Um, but there is this response of like, "Wow!" In view of the cross, we we realize our sin, mm-hmm. and it sh- and hopefully it does move us to confess. Mm-hmm. But I think I think t- just as part of the Lent, the Lenten season. I, th- I think it is wise for us to lean into the spiritual disciplines that help help us prepare our hearts mm-hmm. for the season or in the season or or just just to 
to draw us closer to Christ and to our, our love for him in general. And so when you think about the disciplines and confession being one of them, I do think it's kind of one that often gets overlooked yeah. as a discipline. We usually think of prayer, you know, scripture reading, mm-hmm. um, Sabbath, silence mm-hmm. and solitude, but confession being a regular mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's tons of yeah. beauties that come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think a few of them are that it keeps you humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it keeps you remembering the great grace that we have yeah. in Christ. Um, and I, th- I think what it also does is it, it allows us to bring sin out into the light. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't let it fester in your mm-hmm. spirit or your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah. Well, and you've talked to like um, about vulnerability and just like when we're able to confess there's a vulnerability and vulnerability breeds connection with other people mm-hmm. and which is the way we're meant to live, I think, in the kingdom of God. So I think that's another benefit to it being a spiritual discipline regularly. So yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, it builds the trust that builds mm-hmm. the relationship and connection between mm-hmm. us. Yeah. That's good. So what well, does that do between us and God? Like mm-hmm. I, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and it reminds you of the gospel. Yeah. I mean, I think that was something that I probably should have said right at the beginning, but it, yeah. confession reminds you of the gospel. Mm-hmm. It reminds you of, of confession and then mm-hmm. forgiveness. And, and it, it, it's what unites us as Christians. So going back to the vulnerability and the practice of, hey, when we confess to the Lord or confess our sins to, to one another, like James 5 says, then, then there is this, this thing that kind of reminds us, like, this is, what, this is what first drove us to Jesus in the first place. Why do we move away from it? Like, mm-hmm. this is what marks us as people, is we're sinners, in, sinners saved by grace. Mm-hmm. That's who we all are. And so... Why would we need to hide, or why are we so prone to it when that's the f- the fabric of what mm-hmm. the gospel and what Christ has done is? Um, mm-hmm. Is He's rescuing us from our sin, and that's mm-hmm. who we are. So, so anyway, I think yeah. I think that's where man we can make this a, a practice mm-hmm. daily. I think I mean that's kind of I mean some people will go well. Well, what do you mean by practice? Do you mean like once a month during communion? Do you mean I would say, man, as often as you can think of it, mm-hmm. or or try to build it in, try to build in moments where you're like, how am I doing? Where's my heart? Or do I need to make anything right with you? Yeah, what does that look like? Can we talk about that? Just like, how do we practically practice confession, both individually and in community? But when you're like, hey, make it a practice, like, what does that look like? I think that there's ways that we can weave, that we probably need to weave it into our prayer life more. Mm-hmm. You know, so oftentimes mm-hmm. when I pray, you know, you think about, you know, giving praise. You're thinking about um, kind of bending your heart independence and dependence. Like, Lord, I need you. Help me. Guide me. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring before him the, the different intercessory requests, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But there are moments, there's oftentimes I skip over confession. And That and so, is a confession right there. Yeah, there, <laughs> there, there <laughs> it is. Um, and, um, but... I think, I think what's what it could look like. One of the things I've been trying to do is, is build in some key moments of the day to kind of just pause, just for just like a minute. I mean, just mm-hmm. or for a few minutes and just kind of, kind of examine your words, thoughts, deeds. That's kind of the phrase that I keep coming back to: words, thoughts, deeds, and going, Lord, was there any area I missed on that I sinned against you? And and if so, Lord, reveal it to me, and I want to apologize mm-hmm. and I want to say I'm sorry. Would you? And I know you forgive me, but but because Christianity are, is built on a relationship, I want to name it because I don't want anything to hinder our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so to do that kind of 
you know, sometime in midday, sometime later evening, mm-hmm. I think will help. Now, the, the, the tricky thing becomes for us is if mm-hmm. in that time you are aware of sin and we hopefully are moved to apologize or, or confess yeah. to Jesus, mm-hmm. but when we get that nudge because we've sinned against somebody mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, all sin is against God first, but you might get a nudge to go, you need to apologize to that person. So then it's like, put your money where your mouth is a little yeah. bit, you know, mm-hmm. like, will you go and apologize? And that's where I think that's where we just need to be willing to go, all right, whatever, Lord, if you're prompting me to do something, help me obey you. Help me know how to do it in a way that would honor you, be obedient. And also, like we said about community, err on the side of, man, I value relationships and community so much I want to confess mm-hmm. that, I've, that I've wronged my sister or brother. Right. I was um, at a retreat once that Jenny Allen was speaking at, and she literally had all of us turn to the person beside of us, mm-hmm. and we all paired off. And she was like, I want you to confess something from your day. Mm-hmm. What do you need to confess? And it, it was the first time I was mm-hmm. ever prompted in the middle of an event to turn wow. and say, you know, and it was, it, I think what it there was a healing part of that in the midst of that time that we could all engage God more because we had surrendered our, our own will and what had happened in our day. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Yeah. So it, it, I think there's a profound mm-hmm. connection that happens when we look at God in that way in the midst of any day. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you, we pause that time. Well, and just, I mean, what does that do with the whole community of that, mm-hmm. that conference or that, that right. meeting? It's right. like, Wow, it puts all of us on the same field here. Mm-hmm. We all know we have we have messed up, and we have flaws, and we're weak, and we need forgiveness. Yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty powerful. I really like what you're talking about with like examining, um, like throughout the day, and I try to practice like the daily examine from what's Ignatius, but mm-hmm. just kind of the end of the day. Um, is it just the end of the day? It's, I think it's meant to be kind of at the end of the day, but really reflecting through your day. And um, so I've tried to do that at the end of each day and kind of journal through it. Um, but if I don't have that discipline, then I'm less likely to see areas where I'm like, oh, I need to, mm-hmm. um, oh, this is where I feel like I um, need to apologize to this person. Or, hey, this is where oh, I um, fell short here or whatever. Um and so that has become like a really good discipline. I don't do it every day, but it's become, I love yes. when you said that. And I'm like, it's become a place where I can confess and ask for forgiveness. And um, that's been really cool to kind of mm-hmm. end my day that way. So, and I'm such a journaler. So it's nice to kind yeah. of write out prayers and things like that. For me, there's an early mm-hmm. church father's prayer that says, um, Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I'm journaling, that's my prompt mm-hmm. to then confess mm-hmm. and that for me has been a practice that um, mm-hmm. s- slows me down. Mm-hmm. And I think I was thinking earlier when we were talking about like with in relationships yeah. going back to and we move so fast through our days that we don't stop and realize yeah. where like when you say stopping at the end of mm-hmm. the day and looking at the exam, doing the exam and kind of going where where was it today mm-hmm. that I needed more of you and less of me, but there was a whole lot of me going on. <laughs> like, so what, what does that look like to confess? Go back yeah. and confess and ask for forgiveness and then, mm-hmm. and ask God in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. To keep helping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that, like, really good. reorients your mind too. There's something about that practice. If I'm mindful of these things, it's like, I'm less mindful of 
things I don't want to be mindful of. You know, it's like I'm less mindful of self in like a negative way, you know, and I'm more yeah. mindful of where I saw God and where mm-hmm. God's working. And yeah, it's a good, it's a good practice. So I'm like telling myself like, keep it up, you know, because <laughs> sometimes I don't always do it, but there's something about the slowing down and paying attention to where I saw God that's really does something to your soul. It was interesting. I was in a, in a meeting the other day mm-hmm. and and it was just me and this this friend of mine, but but he threw out this question that kind of just has stuck. But he 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 threw out this question of Nick, what kind of man do you want to be? <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa. All, right, all right, let's go yeah. there. Yeah, there's a big one. And it was it was more of a reflective question, and it was definitely mm-hmm. ones like, hey, let's think about that, and let's come back and talk. But but that kind of kind of arose up as I was thinking about this topic, mm. and was definitely you know mindful of how I do want to be a man or a person. And I would think this, you know, obviously it's man or woman, but yeah. be a man that's, that's very attentive of my selfishness and my sin and, and even the flesh and the war that's going on um, mm-hmm. in, in me. But also be, I want to be a man of integrity. Amen. I want to be a man who's quick to be contrite and, and, and listen to the conviction of the Spirit you know, I just wonder if that, again, just just naming that for me was helpful as I thought about this uh, this confession because I want man, I want to honor God, mm-hmm. and I want to be a man that delights in mm-hmm. purity and in righteousness and mm-hmm. and so forth. So anyway, I, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, I guess I just want to share it because I do think there's a sense of just remind yourself again of of the foundation of who you want to be, who's God called you to be. Amen. I want to be a person that that fights against sin and lives for the Lord, and and part of that is this spiritual discipline of confession. Amen. Amen. Thanks for sharing that. That's a really good question to really answer and wrestle with. Going deep. There yeah, you go. Yeah, going deep. Oh, there yeah. it is. No, but All I, of you I out think there, think it, about that question. I love the, I love the depth of that <laughs> question, but I do think there's something to be said of, you know, who do I want to be? Who has God created me to be? And to be that person, I have to stay focused on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And, mm-hmm. and, and honest with myself about where I am and where I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that, that takes a lot of courage. Yeah, that's good. Nick, can you share a time um, where you practice confession? What was that like? Or a time when you felt like, hey, you confessed something and you saw maybe benefits or strength. It was strengthened in community, like the relationship? Yeah, I, I, plenty of times. I mean, I can think of a handful of examples where, yeah. where I've uh, lied to somebody either intentionally or by accident. Sometimes you just yep. say things like, why did I say that? Yeah. You know, or, or, you know, with kids, you know, obviously mm-hmm. we've talked about that already, but, but again, with a couple of those examples where I've said something and it was a falsehood. I remember one time mm-hmm. in college, I remember one time a couple of years ago and, and just, you, you do all those mental gymnastics of like, no, well, you said this it, what I meant. it was, yeah. yeah, it's like, if this is what I meant, or did they really hear it that way? Mm. Or, you know, and, and then, but, yeah. but again, the conviction of the spirit and, yes. and, and it just lingers in a good way, it lingers mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, Lord, all right, I, I definitely hear your voice and you, and so, but then having to kind of make that phone call or to confess and, and there's a lot of confession to the Lord all in that, yeah. but then having to, to kind of confess to that person and just. Yeah. And again, like I said, be vulnerable and say, I, I, I did this, I sinned, would you forgive me? Mm. And, and I think, again, you want to err on the, on, the, on the sake of like, I'm going to trust that the principles I see in Scripture, that the path of the Lord, that, the, that what we're called to do, 
will bear fruit, whether or not the consequences or the outcomes are what I hope mm-hmm. for. And, and, and at the very least, they'll bear fruit in my spirit, in my mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to err on that side. And so, so yeah, so that's where I've, I've definitely had to practice yeah. this um, at different points for sure. Yeah. Uh, the lingering is real when you described that conviction of the spirit when we're in tune to that. I like that word lingering. It's like, yeah, it doesn't really go away, (laughs) you know, that conviction. So that was a good word to describe it. Um, Well, Nick, can you kind of talk through where we see confession in scripture? Yeah. um, Well, you can definitely point to some Psalms. Mm -hmm. Yes. Psalm Mm -hmm. 32, Psalm 51. Um, I, I know there's there's a few key passages, even in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. where certain kings or prophets would have these amazing prayers of confession on behalf of the whole people mm-hmm. of Israel and and just their idolatry or sin. But I think you know you look at the New Testament, and and oftentimes even when Jesus was coming on the scene and, and you saw all the people crowding around John the Baptist, mm-hmm. what's interesting is in that in those scenes they were confessing their sin. Mm-hmm. And, and John was calling them to repent and to prepare, preparing them for the coming of Jesus. And, and then even come, you know, Jesus will, as he interacts with the woman at the well and he interacts with, you know, different people, he's calling them to leave their life of sin um, and saying, hey, there's forgiveness, but hey, go and sin no more. And, mm-hmm. But really calling them to, to live in that kind of confessional way. And, and you see it all in the, in the New Testament, you know, in the book of Acts, people were believing and confessing, believing and confessing. Mm-hmm. But I, but I was just, and I think the, the passage is first John one, nine, mm-hmm. you know, confess, um, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just mm-hmm. to forgive us our sins and, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I think that is such a, a, a beautiful verse, but also a, a prescriptive verse for us. Yeah to confess, but to know that he is faithful and just. And I love that word just because yeah. in some ways I would, if it was me writing, I would have maybe put he's faithful and gracious mm-hmm. or faithful and compassionate, but but he's just and he can be just and forgive because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because of what happened on the cross, he is justified to forgive, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which is a pretty cool thing yeah. um, that it's it's fair for him to forgive because Jesus bore our sin. Mm-hmm. It's right. paid for. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's not swept under the rug, but mm-hmm. somebody took it for, for us. Mm, amen. And that's the gospel. Really good. Yeah, it's really great. Nick, thank you so much for being here. Um, as we close, would you pray for us? I'd love to. Would yeah, you thanks. confess? Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's pray. Lord, mm. thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you that even in the midst of our sin, you you chose to love us and to and to come and die for us and to bear our sin on, on, on yourself and to, um, and to conquer it so that we could have forgiveness and life in you. And, and it is such a joy to know that there's forgiveness, that we have forgiveness, um, because without it, we would be crushed. And we, we know that the penalty of our sin is death and, and separation from you. And so thank you for bringing us life and joy. Would you forgive us even now of the moments where We've sinned against you in word, thought, or deed, and help us to be people who are quick to say say that we're sorry, mm-hmm. be quick to ask for forgiveness, and be quick to run back to grace. We love you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for loving us, and we pray all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Nick. 
Thank you for listening. We will catch you next time. 